Welcome back, everybody. This is Sarcasm Speaks. I'm Jared. He's Bob. Here we are. Hi, if you're on YouTube. Um, I'm just going to jump right into this. I was going to use this as my final thought because it came up today uh, during my day. And I was like, that'd be a great final thought. But the more and more I've stewed over it, the more and more I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to rant and rave right out of the gate. So uh, let me give you a quick, quick synopsis, quick backstory. Um, not without giving details away or using names or anything like that. Uh, I work for a company that our job is to move other companies. Now, we're not a moving company, right? But we're the company that really rich companies call to handle their moves, right? So then we contract all the vendors that we need to move because that company is so rich, moving is such a hassle, they don't want to deal with it. And my company, we're experts at it. Not me in particular, because I haven't been there for more than six months, but I'm learning. We're getting there. So that's the backstory there. So this company that I'm working for right now, that I'm contracting with, um, it, absolutely infuriating. Um, I think we've we've talked on the show a little bit uh, before about, I think with Jones might've been on too, we were talking about like bullshit corporate speak, right? And like the, oh, I'm going to have to take that offline with you and I'll find you. We'll circle back. And oh, that was a good meeting. Oh, it's it a great meeting. Great meeting. Like the fuck does that even mean? Whatever. Corporate world is what it is. Um, so I am moving this pharmaceutical company. Um, I won't even say names. I won't even use the names of cities that they're moving. They are moving from one area of the state of Massachusetts to another area of the state of Massachusetts, about 30 to 40 minutes away. The move is happening on Thursday and Friday of this week. So when this comes out on Thursday, um, We'll be, we'll be in the swing of the move. So again, my job, move them. I know all, all the 60 loyal listeners that we have that, that follow the show uh, might surprise you that I do actually have to have a full-time job because we don't make any money from this show, <laughs> which is fine because it's fun and I get to do dumb shit like this, like, like bitch and moan and rant and rave. And you idiots like to listen to it. So what does I've that been say striking about you? My own, I've been striking my own NIL deals the whole time. <laughs> so if you think I'm an asshole, you listen to me. So what does that say about you? Anyway, I digress. So I am moving this company, this pharmaceutical company that has lab equipment and office equipment, right? People need to do their lab experiments. And then people also need to sit somewhere at their desk in the office in this building. So... My job, again, is to coordinate everything. Everything's cool. I'm not going to bore you with details. Everything's all good. We're all set. We're ready to move the equipment. We're ready to get everything going. Everything's scheduled. We're rocking. We're rolling. We got the chemicals ready to move. We're all set. We're good. We got freezers scheduled. Are you putting the uh, ammonia next to the bleach? Uh, yeah, actually in the same container. Yeah, I like that. And then I'm going to save space. I'm going to put a towel over my head. Like, like I don't know if you ever, your mom ever made you do that when you were a kid, like when you're making pasta. You put the towel over your head and go over the steaming pot so it like releases your sinuses. That's what I'm going to do with the uh, bleach and ammonia uh, after this fucking couple days. So give me all the mustard gas, all of it. And then I'll just dump mustard on my body too because I mean, that's got to help, right? I'm already just a fucking clown. 
it'll do nothing. <laughs> Frankly, it's a it's a waste of dry mustard. It, it'll dry out my skin. <laughs> well, if the mustard gas does its job, you won't need all of it. You only need a little bit, and you won't have to worry about anything else. That's true. That's true. So, like I said, we're good. We're ready to go. We're moving equipment. We're moving lab stuff, and we're also moving the people stuff. Well, unfortunately. Um, in order to move the people effectively, I need to know where they're going to sit, right? Because there's three floors in the new building of office space. There's labs on two floors and there's office space on three floors. So the reason why my company was hired is because we do things efficiently. So what we don't want to do is have the moving company bring a bunch of fucking plastic crates and boxes full of people's office stuff and just kind of like leave them somewhere and let everyone do a free-for-all. That's not a good way to do your job as that's as a company that is supposed to oversee moves. So we create labels. Everything gets stickered. Everything has their individual, every person. If you were moving, you would have a label that says Bobby Dattero, second floor. Huge uh, cocksucker. And then the desk number. So the movers literally cannot fuck it up. They know what floor they have to go to and they know the desk number they have to put that on. I got to be honest. I have faith they could probably fuck that up. Yeah, potentially. But then I, I hang signs. <laughs> I hang signs all throughout the building that helps them. So I really try and make this like the most unfuck upable as possible. Um, there is still some times where people fuck it up, but whatever, you deal with it and you keep going. Yeah, it comes from the top down, though. I think it was just bad leadership. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what? We'll bad. circle back to that. It was bad um, organization. You guys should have had a better meeting about it. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a better meeting next time. It's it, must have been one of those, it must have been one of those meetings you left it going, all right, I think we need to have more meetings. Yeah, yeah. That's another corporate thing. Oh, you know, we'll add that to the lessons learned. Yeah, okay. So how the fuck do you have a job and not learn lessons every single day? How the fuck it's, is that even possible? The, the, so the corporate speak, I'm, I could do a whole translational chart for this. In corporate please, speak- Please do not waste your or my Lessons time. learned means things we fucked up. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like no, whenever- what, what else would it be? When, whenever people are like, oh yeah, no, we'll have to add that to the lessons learned or looking at the lessons learned from the last time we did this or using the lessons learned, we've, it's like, no, the, everything we fucked up before, um, we're going to not do that again. That's basically what that means. So obviously, as a person who runs my own business and I'm in charge of myself and there is no one to like, if I don't fucking figure it out, there's no one to figure it out. Right. Um, I have never once sat there and go, wow, what a lesson learned that was. You know what I've always said every single time is, wow, put out that fire with my asshole again. <laughs> yep. Just smothered it right up there. Yep. Yep. That's basically, that's, that's the realistic version of, of how it goes. So again, back to this fucking dickhead. Um, so this, this man, um, his one job, right? He technically doesn't even work for the pharmaceutical company either. He's, he's, a, um, he's a contractor as well. His one job is to assign the seats of where the people are going to be sitting in the new building. I had everything done and ready to go 
all of the scientists that are moving, everyone. I had all of their stuff last Thursday, a week before the move, because that's standard operating procedure for us. We want to get everything. Uh, they, they call clear. that SOP. Yeah, a good SOP. Yeah. <laughs> so the one thing, the one piece of information I did not have was where everyone was going to be sitting. So this dickhead um, who his one job is to assign seats, right? Was on vacation for two weeks until last Thursday. He got back to work last Friday. I had, I got nothing from him. I had a meeting with him in person on Monday being like, Hey man, like I, I need this. Like we're moving this week. Like I need to get the labels ready for these people. They're asking for them. Like, cause the scientists know, cause we've had meetings to explain how the process goes and you'll have this and you'll get that. And I answer questions and I do all that shit. And they're like, where are our office labels? And I go, I don't have them because space book, the people, <laughs> I almost said the, the job title, uh, the people whose job it is to assign the seats, the seat assigners, uh, haven't assigned the seats yet. So I don't know where you're going to be sitting. So I don't know where your stuff is going. So therefore, it would be super inefficient for me to just give you labels with your name on them because we don't know where they're supposed to go. <laughs> we don't know what floor they're going on. We don't know what section of the office they're going in. Nothing. So um, I meet with, I meet with this, this gentleman on Monday morning and he's like, yeah, you know, I should be able to get that to you uh, probably uh, sometime on Wednesday. And I go, we're moving on Thursday. Like I, everything was ready to go. And he's like, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I see. That's, that's tough. Um, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm still on vacation. You know, I got back to work on Friday, but my mind is still in the islands. You know, we, Family went to the Florida Keys for 10 days. So, you know, I'm trying to get back into it. And I look at him and I go, is there any way you can get these to me by the end of the day tomorrow? And like all of like the happiness in his face just kind of went away. And he's like, well, I don't know. I mean, that's how many people do we have moving? And I go 53. And he's like, oh man, that's, it's kind of a lot of people. I got to look, I, I'll, I'll have to get back to you. Okay, so let's break this down step by step here. Um, you're on vacation for two weeks. I get it, right? You don't want to deal with work. That's fine. I don't want to deal with work. No one does. You're on vacation. Enjoy your vacation. Well, when you returned to work last Friday at 8 a.m., you ceased to be on vacation. So you don't get to say, well, you know, my vacation's over, but like I'm not really here. Nope, I don't give a shit. I don't care. If you didn't want to work Friday, you didn't want to do your You're job, take Friday off. off too. Take Friday off. Take Monday he, off too. And he said that to me on Monday, which means- Actually, how about you just quit? Which means that this person, this man, got back from his vacation sometime on Thursday, went back to work on Friday, then had the weekend, <laughs> and then got back to work on Monday- and had the audacity to tell me, well, you know, I was on vacation for two weeks. No, I don't care. I literally stared at him with a blank fucking stare and was like, I, I don't care. Dude, like I, this needs to get done. Like you don't want to do your job. 
awesome. But I do and find me fucking someone who. And will unfortunately, then. my job partially relies on you. So get your fucking shit done. So I get nothing from him yesterday. So then I go through the list, right? This morning, because today's Tuesday. And I look at the list of 53 people. I found a copy of a floor plan of the building that has some of the people already assigned to it, but not all 53. Out of them, there was like 26, I think, that were already assigned. So that means that he only had to assign 34 people. Now, some of you might be like, how, yeah, whatever it is. It was like 27, half the work is literally done. Yeah. So some of you might be like, well, maybe it's difficult. It's not. It's uh, to just, I'm trying, let's see if I can do a good job describing this floor plan. Uh, This floor plan has all the cubicles, right? On it, it's a floor plan. They're different colors, right? The, The green ones have already been assigned. Uh, The pink ones are open and available. And uh, there's some other ones in there that mean other things that don't matter. So when you have a list of 34 names, you look for the pink cubicles and you pick from them. And you say, this person is going to have that one. This person's going to have that one. How long does it take to assign 34 people? Apparently three fucking days. Because... Again, I've been asking, then get nothing today, right? He goes, ah, I should. So by the end of our conversation yesterday, he was like, ah, it should be by the end of the day tomorrow. Okay. So I have a meeting today at two o'clock. He happens to also be on the meeting. So while I'm in the meeting, I fire off an email. Hey, whatever. Uh, Just wanted to check in and see if you were able to make any progress. Oh, by the way, I have this list that I found from this floor plan and I attached my list and my floor plan that I used and goes, turns out it's actually only 34 people. So if you need help from me in any way, just let me know. And I'm more than happy to help out. Being, you know, like the backhanded, like get the shit done, right? Like I'm sending you the, I know this floor plan exists And I have the list of people that I already have. You need to complete the 34 other people. Do it, right? Like that's my my corporate speak way of being like, do your fucking job. So we're in the same meeting, whatever. I send it at the beginning of the meeting, about halfway through the meeting. We're talking and then it gets to the point where they're like, oh, let's just go over the move real quick. So I'm like, yeah, okay. So, you know, we're going to prioritize getting the freezers over uh, on Thursday and then also the equipment, right? And then the office stuff is secondary because we don't have to deal with like re-hookups and stuff like that. So this lab equipment's like, some of it's like super high tech, right? Like it needs to be on site because the following day on Friday, like some of it might be like reconnected and they have to like do all kinds of weird shit. And I don't know, I don't understand. I just move the shit. So I go, the, our priority is to get all the equipment over. And then, um, you know, whatever's left, we'll do some office stuff and then we'll, we'll take them, we'll finish the equipment on Friday morning and then hammer out all the office stuff on Friday. And he says nothing the whole meeting, right? He unmutes and goes, ah, wait, uh, excuse me. Did I just hear you say that you weren't going to move the office until Friday? And I go, well, I'm just trying to be 
Uh, I'm just trying to err on the side of caution here because I don't want to say that we're going to get everything done on Thursday and we have the movers booked for Thursday and Friday. So it allows us some flexibility there and all this. And he goes, well, you know, it would benefit insert group title name. Uh, it would benefit us a lot if you could wait to move the office on Friday. So now this guy has been not doing his job on last Friday, yesterday, or today. And now he's trying to get out of doing it until Thursday, maybe first thing Friday morning. So I go, I understand, but we're kind of at the mercy of the moving company, right? Like if, if we're turning trucks around, because again, it's only 30 to 40 minutes away. So if we get to the end of the day, and there's, and we get through, we happen to get all the equipment moved on Thursday and there's like half a truck left of stuff or like maybe one truck left that we can fill up. And it's like three 30. I'm not going to tell the moving company to leave. We're going to keep working until five. Like we're, if we have the time and the space and available, we're going to move as much stuff as we can on Thursday. Like, I'm not just going to be like, ah, <laughs> someone asked me to not move any of the office stuff today. So I know it's only two 45, but I guess we're done for the day. No, that's not what we're doing. So then we go through the whole thing and the guy goes, oh, okay, yeah, I understand. Ah, all right, well, I could probably have that thing to you uh, in the next half hour. So now, if you've been following along, <laughs> if you've been following the story, it's been didn't want to do his job on Friday, didn't do the job on Monday, wanted to not do the job on Tuesday, Tried to put it off until potentially as late as first thing Friday morning. And when I shut him down in, in a meeting with uh, like 15 people, he goes, I'll get it to you in a half hour. Is it really that fucking difficult if you told me you can get it to me in a half hour and you just didn't, you didn't want to do it? What you're telling me is you don't want to do your job, which like you said, maybe you should have stayed on vacation. Maybe you should have fucking quit. quit. Just quit. Go find a different job. There's so many jobs available right now. Go find a different job. Go find something you want to do. Why would you want to work for a job that you don't want to do? Because then everyone else just gets fucking pissed off and everyone hates you. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> I hate you <laughs> because you're making my life difficult and it doesn't need to be, right? Like it's absolutely ridiculous. So that was like right around 2.30. Um, I get the email with the list of completed names. What time? What time do you think I got the email? He told uh, me see, a half hour at 2.30. Okay. You got it at 4.50. Uh, 4.15. Okay. And I was in a meeting at four o'clock. Uh, I had to walk through the space with another person and do this whole thing. So I was, I was doing a walkthrough of one of the lab spaces from four to five. So then I see the email come through at 4.15 and I go, ah, pisser. So now I can't do anything for the next 45 minutes because I'm walking through this lab, talking to people. So I finally get back at five o'clock to where I was sitting, finish my list, right? Run the mail merge, print the labels, do the whole thing, ready to go. And it's like after 5.30 now. And like, I don't walk out probably until like quarter of six and get my car. And I'm like, all of this, because you don't want to do your job. 
you, you're, you're just like a teacher with all that unpaid overtime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> well, no, not even close. Teachers, teachers work way harder. Plus they're heroes. Yeah. Yeah. They do God's work. <laughs> so that, like I said, that I was going to have that as my final thought, but that's my opening fucking rant of like, holy fucking shit, dude. Like that sucks. Right. And my hope truthfully, honestly, like I said, that's why we do the show. I like to bitch and moan and, and rant and rave. Maybe someone else out there is listening and they're like, wow, I had a similar situation. I fucking hate that dickhead. Yes. Yes. I agree. You're not alone. So here we are. What an absolute fuck show. This is why I could never work corporate. Like, yeah, I could never do it. <laughs> I know I could never do it because like when I, when I'm in work mode, I work. And when I'm out of work mode, I fucking don't like, that's very simple. Right. But if me being able to complete my job relies on other people to do their job, you may as well just not even fucking hire me. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I actually, the funniest part about this was in that meeting, I was in the same room as Michaela's cousin who yep. happens to work for this company and she lost her shit when he goes, okay, I'll get it to you in 30 minutes. She goes, what? She literally got up and walked out of the room. Like her camera was off and she was muted and she was like, I, I can't do this. She literally got up and walked out of the room. She was like, I can't fucking believe that just happened because so her and I work super close during for this move. And she's like one of the, I can count the amount of people on my hand that I can actually count on that work for this place. Um, and she's one of them. Like she's great. She has all of her shit together and she's good. Like she'll admit when she's off, like when she fucked up, like she's, she's awesome. She'll bend over backwards to get things done. I, I, she's awesome. And it's not just because obviously she's Michaela's cousin. She's actually good at what she does. She literally left the room. <laughs> she was like, I can't, I can't deal with this. Like that, did that, did that really just happen? And then for the rest of the meeting, we would just start laughing like spontaneously. And she'd be like, I'm sorry. I still can't get over that interaction. He's been trying, he's been not doing it for three days. And then you call him out in the meeting in another, in a meeting with 15 people and it'll get it to you in 30 minutes. You know what, man? You know what he, you know what he probably is. He's probably just a guy who needs a deadline. Yeah. Yeah. So, ah, I work, you know what? I really work better with a deadline. I love those people. Yeah. No, it's, you're work. fucking lazy. Yeah. No, I work better with a deadline. Yeah. Okay. That's because you're lazy and you just won't do anything unless you fucking like really, really have to. Yeah. And then when you do it, you're fucking anxious the whole time. Right. You're like, oh, oh, oh fuck. I have 45 minutes. Oh shit. Yeah. And then, and then after you, it's then like, then wow, what a up. stressful day. It's like, yeah, it's because you didn't do anything for three days. <laughs> exactly. You did nothing for three days and then you had the worst day ever. Yeah, you had like four, Maybe if you, you did had, like a little bit of work each day, you would have been like, that's ah, fine. If you spread that one day of stress over four days, which you definitely had. It's really yeah. not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That line just fucking killed me. It stuck with me, right? Like you're lazy. Ah, oh, well, you know, I was on vacation. I got back to work last Friday, buddy. It's Monday. Like, holy shit. <laughs> so here's another question. If this dude was going to be away for two weeks and returning, like with 
like really almost against the deadline. Was yeah. there no one else that could have done this? Oh yeah, he has a boss. He has a boss that could have stepped in. Well, why would the boss do the work? Yeah. Not is, there like an in, is there like an intern or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I said that to Michaela's cousin. And I was like, you would think, right? Like, and I and I tried to qualify it, right? So I'm trying to be nice about it. And I go, I understand that everyone's busy, right? Like everyone has a lot on their plate. I get it. Everyone has all this shit to do, whatever. But if you are a manager and you have an employee that's away for two weeks and you know that there's a move coming within a plan for that within six days, you, you probably could have either asked him to do it before he left, right? 34 names, 34 names needed to be placed. Uh, it's not a surprise either. We've known that Thursday was the move date for about mm, eight weeks. It, it was, it was put into stone. And then yeah, but he was going known, away for two weeks. So we had yeah. a six week buildup. Yeah. Yeah. So we had eight weeks to know that this was the date firmly, right? There was more time before that, but it wasn't like officially set. So it could be up to 12 weeks that it's been tentatively known as the 21st of July, but whatever. Um, either have them do it before the 34 names or you maybe step in and assign the 34 people that need to be assigned. Nope. Nope. That's what I was saying. Could there be like an intern that could fucking do it wrong? Yeah. Seriously. And then, so now, obviously, I didn't distribute the, the office labels to the scientists today. So now, tomorrow morning, first thing, I'm going to send out an email being like, hey, I have them all. Here they are. This group is here. That group is over there. This, you know what I mean? And then they're going to be like, oh, well, about time. Thought we were going to have these last week. You told us we were going to have them last week. And I can't say, but I would love to say, well, the seat assigners uh, like to not do their fucking job. So unfortunately, I was unable to give these to you until now. I wouldn't. I'd see the other thing, too, is I wouldn't be able to tell anybody anything. It's like, oh, when are we going to get those labels? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, like if it's out of my hands, it's like, yeah, I, I when I get the info. Yeah, that's what I told. That's what I had to tell people. I was like, there's, so there's some sign, there's some group of people that are like normal people and they get it. And I'm like, listen, like the seat assigning people haven't assigned the seats. And they're like, really? Like they don't know where we're sitting yet. And I go, no, that, <laughs> the short of it is uh, no. So and I, I tell some of them, like, as soon as I have that information, I will get you these, what you need. And they're like, oh my God, I, I can't believe they don't even, we're moving next week and they don't even know where we're sitting. And I'm like, yeah, you and me both, huh? <laughs> but then there's other people that just don't get it. And they're like, well, you told me you would give me the labels and I don't have them. So where are they? I'm like, well, I don't have the necessary information. Yeah, but I need them. I understand that you need them. However, I don't have the proper information to give them to you. Yeah, but you said you were going to give them to us. Guy, I don't know where the fuck you're sitting. Like, these are literally some of the conversations that I've had with these people. Scientists, too. Scientists. That's, huh? that's an advanced degree. Yeah, yeah. You would be surprised. At, I, uh, would, I would not. Yeah. 
I would not be surprised. They're brilliant people, right? And they do some incredible stuff. Yeah, because without getting into the industry, so whatever they do, in fact, science. Yeah. I'm sure they are very, very good at yeah. what they science. Yes, they're very good at sciencing. <laughs> but just because someone knows how to do their job and might be good at it doesn't mean they're not a fucking idiot. Correct. Yes. That, I want to turn that into a sign. <laughs> Just because someone's really good at their job doesn't mean they're not a fucking moron. Like that is, that is, that is it. That is absolutely it. Like, why do you think we rip on doctors and teachers so much? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Cause they're idiots. It's like, like you could be in, really in, good at doctoring and teaching, but that doesn't mean yeah, you're not still be a fucking dumbass. Yeah. Lawyers, judges, like, dude, I fucking play golf with all these people. They're all fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> no, like literally, like they are fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's amazing. And I'm fucking stupid. Like that's the thing is like, I don't expect like, so call him a retired lawyer. I fucking did whatever for 35 fucking years. It's like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then it's like, oh yeah, uh, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, exercise. Oh, like this is like, no, nah, dude, that's not it at all. Yeah. Like not even close. Yeah. And it's like, and again, that's, that's part of the thing. If you're good at your job, you're, you know what you're doing, you know, your work, but like, there's very few people who are just intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people get like an inflated sense of self too, because they're good at their job. Like maybe they're really good at their job. And they get like promoted pretty quickly, right? Like they rise through the rankings pretty good. And they're like, wow, I'm pretty good at my job. Like I must be really smart. No, that's not necessarily the case. You're just really good at this one particular thing. Yeah, whatever Maybe it you're is. retarded. <laughs> and you probably your, are. Your, uh, your savantism allows you to be really fucking good and get like four promotions over the course of nine months. Like- that's yeah. cool. But like, technically your IQ is like 76. <laughs> see, that, see that, see that pineapple over there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and then you got, you know, on the other hand, now there's, there's definitely some of these people in these professions that are fucking like geniuses. Like they're fucking brilliant. Oh yeah. You and can, they understand you everything. can tell that they're like three steps forward. And you're like never going to be able to understand, like, yeah. keep up with them, like intellectually. But like, the same people- thing goes <laughs> for your like guys in manual labor. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's like oh oh like you drive by, it's like oh fucking detour, whatever. It's like oh the brainiacs out there. It's like I guarantee you, those people are way smarter than anybody you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Now okay, I- the one standing in the road holding the sign that says stop. <laughs> yeah, probably not. It's probably the new guy, you know. Like, like I probably had a nice drug problem in the ba- in the past. Yeah, yeah. And that's Someone's why he's doing standing, him a solid. And that's why he stands on pavement in Massachusetts, where it's anywhere from fucking zero to ninety all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that guy. But it's like the guys operating that machinery, like insane. That's no joke. No, and it's like not. But it, and again, I don't want to fall into the trap of like. Oh, oh, well, you even said they can be good at their job. No, you're right. They can. So take it aside. But like you just take like a landscaper. Yeah. And it's like, wow, landscaper. That landscaper might know more about fucking everything because 
landscapers usually kind of work independently, um, whether they own the business or not. <clears throat> They're doing a lot of things. They have to problem solve a lot because there's no, there's no SOP for right. what happens when you're at someone's house and it doesn't go according to the plan. Right. Got to adapt and you got to think quick. And if you're on a riding mower, you don't have time to adjust and you don't have time to, Oh, can I get that to you a half hour later? No, you just ran over the dog. Like, (laughs) yeah, you you got to Like, no, you got to act quick. Like there's a fucking boulder in the fucking in, in there. Yeah. You got it. Like, right. Again, shit happens. Right. But yeah, but it's like, Oh, well, Oh, that person, that person's been been an attorney at fucking family court for however fucking long. It's like, dude, I- I'm sorry. Family court is very, very, very structured. It is like, yeah, yeah. Like there's like almost like rule. It's not a fucking murder case. Like, yeah. Like it's not a fucking again like a homicide litigator. You know who actually probably is some of like the the most intelligent people just looking, just thinking off the top of my head about when it comes to, like you said, an attorney, I think a defense lawyer, like a defense attorney, that's been do- like a career like defense criminal. attorney. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know sometimes people get into defense. They become a defense attorney if they're like new or you yeah, become but it's like, like a, real estate. Yeah. If you become like, like, like a, a public, a public defender, people like poo poo on yeah. those people. Cause it's like fresh out of law school. We'll send them out there. But like, that that defense attorney, like that that criminal defense attorney that's done this for like 40 years. Now that's a guy I would really like to talk to because that guy has to be crafty. He's got to be manipulative, but he's also got to be smart and know how to like spin shit. Like that's a guy that's fucking smart. Right. Yeah, to I be guess, a successful defense attorney. If you're going to win a defense case, you have to be the smartest person in the room. I would assume. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah. In a criminal case, not like a. Because <clears throat> yeah. you think about like, it. Not you like have a to landlord convince, tenant case. You have to convince at minimum 12 people that your client is innocent. Yeah. And you can't talk and you can't talk yourself into a corner so that the other guy, because if the other guy is smarter than you, you're fucked. Oh yeah. Yeah. And if the judge is smarter than you, then the judge is going to crush you while you're out there. Right. Right. And again, just to make it clear, a successful criminal defense attorney, because yeah. <laughs> like you could What's be a record? criminal defense oh, attorney. 60? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the reverse Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. <laughs> well, I won Never a couple won. exhibitions. Yeah. <laughs> a couple kangaroo courts. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, those people are, I would imagine those people are legit, right? I bet you there's not a lot of them either. That's the other thing too. Like you, I don't know. And I'm sure there's some stupid criminal defense well, attorneys even, I, too, right? I was going like, to say, like, I even want to, like, so how about, how about strength coaches? And I, I again, I want the record to show that I'm a fucking idiot. <clears throat> but there are some people that could probably recite either textbooks or some of the more, like, super training, like some of the more famous strength and conditioning books. Mm-hmm. They could probably recite these fucking things to me. 
And they could probably, honestly, they probably know Joel Jameson's words in his conditioning book better than he actually knows the words. He knows the subject, but right. they probably could quote him better than he could quote himself. Yeah. Oh, that That's table how- on page 17 that looked yeah, at well, uh, graph anaerobic- 17. Yeah, yeah. 17.2, like row A, column C said this, whatever. It's yeah. Like- for To build anaerobic capacity, you need at least 17 seconds of work at 89% yeah. of your resting heart. Or, you know, it's like, Jesus Christ. But give me the strength coach that can get a bunch of middle school kids to do what he wants, get a bunch of high school girls to do what he wants, get a bunch of adults to do what he wants. Right. Oh, and then when someone drops the fucking barbell and the snap ring snaps again, I think I've done my snap ring thing before. <laughs> yeah. Can go and fix that. Took me 45 minutes today. Was ready to fucking kill myself. <laughs> but then can also like, hop over, like work on account, like accounts, whatever, like the back end stuff, like give me that person every time yeah. Yeah. than someone who can just recite the textbook. Cause the right. person who can recite the textbook is a fucking robot that does nothing for me. Right. And that's, I forget who said this might've been Einstein. I don't know. I could have just made that up. Well, I definitely did make that up, but Someone really smart. Yeah. Someone really smart one time uh, said this thing that was like, unless you can explain it to a five-year-old, you don't actually understand it. And I was like, wow, that's like, that's really interesting. Right. Cause in order to explain something to a five-year-old, like you got to keep it really fucking simple and you can't be like, well, you know, the uh, anaerobic lactate threshold is at about whatever. It's like, no, no, no. If you want to have like really, really uh, powerful heart, you got to do box jumps and med ball slams and things like that. It's like, oh, okay. All right. I got it. So it's like, unless you can explain something to a five-year-old, you don't actually understand it. I usually like saying to a drunk baby. Yeah, that works too. (laughs) If you can explain it to a drunk baby. Well, again, so I think it is a little, sometimes it is a little short-sighted because listen, 90, 80% of the time, I agree with that because if you can't explain it, then you probably don't understand it or you might understand it, but you can't really convey it. So how is that message going to be received? Right. But I will also say sometimes like when the kids ask me, why shouldn't I run five miles for conditioning? It's like, oh shit, <laughs> this is kind of a complicated answer. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's hard because, well, and again, so what I'll try to tell them is, uh, you know, make it easy. It's like, when do you ever run five miles in basketball? And they're like, oh, throw the game. I go, no, 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 stop. I go, you stop, you shuffle, you backpedal, you change, you move this, that, like whatever. So it's like, it is hard when they want to know a little bit more. Yeah. But again, it's like, give me the, give me the person that knows how to do things, knows how to do stuff. Not just like, like imagine like an, like take an accountant that only knows how to punch the numbers into the right place. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, everything from column B goes into column C and then half of those things go into column F. And then you get your like, answer. Like, again, if, if you went to your accountant and was like, hey, man, question for you. I do a bunch of work from home. Can I use a home office? It's like, 
home office is line 17. Like, <laughs> it's not like twitching and fucking tweaking yeah. out. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's like line 17. And it's like, it's like, hey, hey, man, I just was asking, like, can I do it? It's like, oh, well, it, it, it or they it, recite it's, you something from the tax code. They're yeah, like, like, oh, well, uh, tax like, code oh, well, well, the percent, the percent, the percent of your home that the, the, that the home office occupies in the percent of your time in 17B. Yeah, yeah, fuck? yeah. Like, nah, dude, tell me, like, what the fuck? Yeah, versus like a normal accountant, it should be like, they're like, yeah, man, like, honestly, yeah. what's your, they, they would start like, what's your job? Yeah. It's like, Oh, I'm a fucking dumbass. That podcast. It's like, okay, so 100% of that income is done in your home office. Yep. So you can write off 100% of whatever that value is. And this is how you calculate that value. How about this? Give me the price of your house. Give me the square footage of the room and your house. And I'll fucking figure it out for you. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Now I don't even need to know it. You just do it. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. That might be something I got to bring up for next year's taxes. <laughs> um, see, you probably can't see this in, it depends on your accountant because I've heard accountants that say what I'm about to say. And I've also heard accountants say, yeah, you can write off whatever you want, man. It's just how you justify it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the nature of your job is the movement of companies from one space to another and coordinating that. So part of what your job is, is like a certain percentage of it. The nature of your job. Yeah. Okay. It's done on the computer, but it's like, how many days are you in the, how many days a week do you like go to the office? And what is that out add out to the year? Cause I'm sure there's some weeks that you're there uh, five days a week. And I'm sure there's some days that you're there zero days a week. So it's like, you got to figure out like, what is that actual percentage? Right. Now your job's different because they can tell you to stay home. It's a virtual day, whatever the fuck. <clears throat> My job does not allow me to, because even though I have computer responsibilities, my occupation cannot be done in my house. Unless I am training people in, in my house. house. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's the, now again, your accountant might be a little more aggressive. That's a very, very conservative take. And that was my last accountant. So now I don't even have a house and I don't even, I'm just a fucking freeloading Canadian. So it's like, <laughs> I can't write anything off because I don't have any possessions. So right, um, right. it's not even an issue for me. But like, if you were, Say you were a painter and you paint commercial buildings in, in interior and you still actually like are on the job. It's like, oh, uh, it's like I, got, I got to write off my, my home office. It's like, no, you don't. You paint buildings. You're trying to write off the time that you spend doing billing and whatnot. Right. So then it's like, oh, well, the home office is actually 8% of my whole house and the whole house costs this. So, you know, 8% of these numbers, but I really only spend about a third of my time working in that 8%. And okay, cool. Did you figure out that math? 
Yeah. So yeah. What? So a third of eight percent. <laughs> yeah. So I get Jesus to Christ. I get to write off one hundred and fifty dollars of fucking real estate taxes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't even know. I don't know that math. I don't know what a third of eight percent would be. Would it be three, roughly? I think it's like two and a half, three. Yeah, whatever. Two and a half. I think it's two and a half. Because a fourth of eight is two. And a third of nine is nine. Yeah, so it's it's three. And then never mind, depending on where you or your family stands, if you are standard deduction, none of this matters. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Yep. But hey, see, you're uh, you're a, a strength coach that knows tax law. <laughs> mm. It's like it's almost like bird tax law. Yeah, <laughs> because that's the thing is like I, I I've just heard from different accountants. I mean, I've had to right and being and a I've, business owner, I've, like I've these are things the that they're things that like you come across. Yeah, where everyone, yeah, because that because that's the best part is anyone who works corporate fucking Yahoo thinks they understand how like all the tax shit works. And it's like, none of you know how this works. Right. None of you do. Yeah. Whatsoever. It's like, that's the thing is the majority of people don't even understand their own. We've done that before. Right. The, so the strictly like numbers wise, um, it's not that hard to figure out now. When it comes to like filing the correct paperwork and doing all that shit, that's fucking difficult. But for the last couple of years, I've literally been able to like, quote, do my taxes and know like what I'm going to get back. And I've been pretty fucking accurate. I would say within a hundred dollars um, every time I do it, you know, like it's, it's not that difficult, right? Like you take your gross, it's all in your W2s. It's just math right? Like you take your gross income and then you take the percentage of the tax bracket, right? We've, I think we might've talked about this on the show. So like to keep numbers even, right? If you make $50,000 in a year, whatever tax bracket you fall into, the first $10,000 only gets taxed at 9%. And then everything you made from 10,001 to 24 to 25,000 gets taxed at 12%. And then from 25,001 to 30 to 40,000 gets taxed at 20%. And then everything from 40 to 50 gets taxed at whatever, 24% or something like that. So like you just do that math, right? Like you do the, okay, well, I made 50. So that means I'm automatically going to have the nine of this, the 12 of this, the 20 of that, and then only a little bit of the 24. And you're like, that's how much I should pay in taxes every year. And then you kind of take it off from there and you're like, all right, well, I mean, I can claim this much or, you know, you do whatever you take the standard deduction. You're like, well, that puts me here. So that means I only need to pay this much. So it's like, then you look on your W2 where it tells you you've paid $7,000 in taxes. And it's like, well, I, according to my quick little math, my arithmetic uh, on my abacus, I realized I only need to needed to pay $5,900 in taxes. So that means I'm going to get a check for roughly $1,100. And then tax time rolls around and I get the direct deposit for like, 
$997.32. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, I was pretty fucking close. Like, it's not that hard. Like I said, for, I wish, strictly, I wish mine strictly was a that numbers, easy. strictly a numbers perspective, it's not hard. Uh, but like I said, when it comes to filing the forms and, and tracking all the information and actually submitting that, that's fucking ridiculous. Well, the other thing too, and I, I, I don't know if people do this with TurboTax, whatever, but it's like finding your actual taxable income is the number that people fuck up. Right. Because your taxable income is your net income. So after you pay taxes, mm -hmm. meaning if you work a $50,000 a year job, your net income is probably around 32 or something. Roughly, yeah. So I like that's what you take home. So right there, taxable. So your taxable income. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Your taxable income still stays at 50, 50. because then you, you subtract because you yeah. subtract at one point. But it's like you got to put your deduction in. So if you're single, it's 6,200. Potentially. Yeah, okay. So we're at 43,8. Yep. 43,8. Then you subtract the amount of tax that you've actually paid in the year, which if it's 18, we're down to 26. Yep. 26 making up numbers. So it's like at tax time, you're really only like your net, like the net of the net is only like 26. Yeah. Which yeah. for me is a much more important number. I think for the general public, that number doesn't actually mean anything at all. Like period. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Next I don't think it means anything. Yeah. It is everything for me because that's what I end up getting taxed on. <laughs> so anything I can do to get that number down. Right. Right. Helps me, but yeah. 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 Cause I mean, like for, I said, for most people, um, it's the differential between how much tax you actually paid that year versus like, what do you actually owe once you take the deductions out? Right. Cause that's the thing too. Like you could, like you just said, if you make $50,000 in a year, you might have $12,000 worth of deductions, which means that in the eyes of the IRS, you didn't make 50, you made, you made 38. 38. So then you have to adjust, right? So you still take the 9% of the first 10,000, the 12% of the next, but then you stop at 38. So then you do that math out. So then if that math drops you to, you know, you owe, you needed, you were scheduled to pay if you, you know, after deductions make 38, you only needed to pay $3,000 in taxes, but you actually paid 5,200 that year, then you get a check for $2,200. Like that's how that works. And people think they're like, oh, it's, it's just free money. Like the government just, you do your taxes and then they just give you money. It's like, that's, no, no, that's no, why my it's, it's your money that you overpaid because of your deductions, like the amount of stuff that you were able to, to, to deduct off of your tax liability allows you to pay less in taxes. However, the government's like, yeah, we're going to fucking tax you at whatever rate we feel like anyway, and then we'll just figure it out in April. <laughs> and then yep. because some people don't pay enough taxes, <laughs> and then some people get slapped with a bill in April. While other people are like, oh, all I did was file my taxes and the government gave me $1,000. Nope, that was your money. 
And then other people are like, oh shit, I filed my taxes and I owe twelve hundred dollars. It's like, well, you needed to pay that probably, twelve. Yeah, you should probably claim zero. Yeah, yeah. Like you sh- probably should do something a little different here. That's why again, my my account one time was like, he goes, I wish I had a million dollar tax liability. He goes, that'd be fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do I get this down? I don't know. Just don't be a cunt. again. It's just math. So it's like, yeah, if you paid a million dollars, a million, million dollars a year in taxes, you'd be making a fuckload of money. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that would be like three, and probably roughly or so. 40%. Right. When you're up that high. Oh yeah. Cause I think it's 40%. So yeah, 40%. So maybe maybe of, you're making two, two a year. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So probably two and a half to three. It would be slightly less than less than half at 40%. So it'd be awful. Yeah. Imagine making two and a half million dollars oh, a be, year. You'd be paying so much tax. Oh, I can't believe I have a million dollar tax liability. Yeah. yeah, man. You make two and a half million dollars a year. Like, What the fuck? What's a professional athlete's fucking tax bill look like? Oh God. Uh, they probably funnel their money through. That's why they all live in Florida. <laughs> Florida has no income tax. No, but so if you play games in a state, you owe. So you like most of these guys have to fill out 42 states of tax returns. That's absurd. (laughs) Well, I mean, you you can take out some. So you can take out like if we're talking major professional sports, North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho, Wyoming, Montana. Right. New Mexico. Like there's no professional sports in these yeah whatever but yeah wherever so wherever you make the money you are subject to their tax rate so if you if you play for the uh fucking orlando magic yep and you play a game in memphis you have to Take that. Is it that game check? You pay Tennessee state income tax? Oh, fuck. That blows. Yep. That blows. Now, I think it's a little bit. So, like, the big one's golf because, like, these guys all live, we all live in Florida. All Everyone lives in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's for their endorsement money. Right. Right. Because if you, if you play in California, you have to pay the California tax rate for those winnings of that tournament. Oh, damn. But your endorsements, you save the um, state income tax. Yeah. Huh. Because those aren't tied to location. Right, right. That's interesting. I did not know that. It's fucking annoying is what it is. Yeah, that's wicked annoying. Like you're going to have your... uh, Imagine the fucking W-2 that the... The fucking need, NBA, the NBA has to send all of its, all of well, its no, it's fucking e- people. It's each team. It's each team because yeah. the NBA doesn't employ the oh, players. The right. team does. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So the team, because we were talking about that with um, my accountant about the kid we train. Yeah. Oh, he's going to have to do a tax return. I go, yeah, but he's been playing double triple A. He's probably had to do that anyway. Yeah. Because he plays in all these different states. Right. Right. So, hey, right. Huh. That's interesting. So then, like in that case, 
That's a like, lot of accounting. You would want to play in like the central division, like the AL central then. Well, no. So, I mean, you still want a home team. Right. But so yeah, Florida so you would, you would, you would want to play for the Houston Astros essentially. Are they, are they central? They are now. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to play as many, you want to play as few California teams as because you would play all your home games. So 82 games would be in Houston and Texas. Then you would play the Rangers, right? Are the way the Rangers are in the West. Rangers are West. Um, I don't know if the Astros are, I don't know where they are anymore. Cleveland Indians, they're central. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know about if Ohio has state income tax. Oh yeah. They probably do. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting to look up like what States don't have state. I bet you there there's for sure guys that have done that. They've been like, Oh, what, what, uh, what division does this team play in with this contract offer that they sent me? Oh, okay. Well, you know, they sent me a little, their offer is a little bit less, but that other team that's going to pay me more is in the, the metropolitan division in the NHL. So you got to play the Rangers, the fucking Islanders, the Bruins, or, you know yeah, what I mean? Like you got to play high. all these fucking tax things. So you're like, fuck that. I'll go play for the Coyotes. <laughs> I feel like Arizona, Arizona might not have income tax either. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. I just know it's Florida and Texas. Those are the only two I know of. Yeah. <clears throat> only there was a way to figure it out. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Yeah. There's got to be more. There's got to be more than just the two. Yeah. I mean, if we start looking stuff up, though, we might be fact based. Yeah. Yeah. We can't, we can't mess around with that. We got a reputation to uphold. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, do you want to start wrapping this up? We can wrap this up. All right. Um, so we went and saw Thor. Yes. Whatever. And I saw a preview for a second Avatar movie. Ooh. And not not the last airbender, the, the blue people. Yeah, yeah. The James Cameron avatar, not the cartoon. So, and I was thinking, what the hell ever happened to that movie? And what I, the, the angle I'm going with is, obviously, it's one of the highest grossing movies ever. And it was until Marvel came around. Well, I be- then or, it was again. They re-released it. Oh, really? I didn't even yeah. know that. Yeah, it was sh- okay. It's kind of a shitbag move. So, so obviously, Avatar was the highest-grossing movie ever of all time, and then Endgame became the highest-grossing movie ever of all time, and then Avatar was like, "Okay, fuck you. We're going back in the theater." Like ten years later, and they made enough money in the theater to bump them back above Endgame. I can appreciate the pettiness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I've only so I remember I saw it once. I don't remember a single detail about it. I haven't seen it since. I don't see it on TV often. I have no desire to rewatch it. Is yeah. it the most unpopular popular movie ever? <laughs> like is there a need to rewatch it? Like people rewatch Titanic. That happens. Yeah. Duh, do they? I haven't. I truthfully, I well, not I, you. People. <laughs> people. That's right. I'm not people. People rewatch Titanic. That's absolutely for sure. 
Yeah. And obviously the Marvel movies are hot and popular, but right. like Avatar just doesn't seem to to do it. When did it came out in 2009? Yeah. So it's a long fucking time ago. I think I saw it at the Taunt the Taunton Mall. Yeah. No, so um, it came out a while ago, but it just doesn't seem like it. Because, like, I remember it being a big deal when it came out, and I thought I remember the movie being fine. I, again, I couldn't tell you one detail about it, so it's like, say what you will. Yeah. But I did see, I saw the, the trailer for the new one, or whatever the fuck it's going to be, and I was just surprised. I go, wow. I go, for being the highest grossing movie ever, I kind of, like, forgot it existed. Yeah. <laughs> well, also... I think it was really the first movie that uh, I can't say that for sure, but I think it was the first popular movie to push the three hour mark. Yeah. Because you think about, right? Like obviously we've talked about this a million times, right? The, the 90 minute comedy is dead, but like for up until and through like the aughts and like a little bit of the teens, it was like the 90 minute comedy. Like that's, it's, it was hilarious, right? Like the, it's laughs, it's great, it's awesome. And like maybe some action movies and some dramas and stuff were like flirting with like two hours. And like, if there was ever a movie that came out that was two and a half hours, it was rare. You know, it's like The Godfather or Scarface or like these like epic iconic movies. Like, I can't tell you a movie that's two and a half hours that came out that wasn't The Godfather or Scarface. Oh, like prior to... I'm trying to think. So Titanic was a two VHS release. Pearl Harbor was a two VHS release. But yeah, before that, I don't know. Goodfellas was probably pretty long. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh God, this was a terrible idea. I just Googled the longest movies ever made. Dude, the longest movie ever made was 14 and a half hours long. That's not a movie. That's a fucking, that's a, that's a work day. That's, um, that's like Billy Walsh. <laughs> like, yeah. like Billy Walsh would make a movie that's 14 and a half hours long. Like, dude, fuck off. Yeah, these aren't these. This is not. You're not. Yeah, gonna get, you're not going to get what you want. No, the shortest one on this list is four is five hours long. That's not. That's not what I wanted. I'm trying to think like a better way to fill, to word that, but I I can't I can't figure it out. But yeah, so how long? What are we at? Um, one sixty two divided by sixty. Yeah, so. It's two hours and 45 minutes. It's 162 minutes of runtime. So two hours and 45 minutes. You're pushing three hours um, for Avatar. So that's also probably why it's not on TV. <laughs> because if it was going to be on TV, oh, yeah. it'd be like four hours long. <laughs> With all the commercial breaks. Yeah, that's the Godfather too. Yeah, yeah. It's literally on for an entire day. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's even funny. It's like... It never gets referenced. Like no one ever mentions Avatar. No one ever says like, I want to watch it. No one ever oh, remember an Avatar. Nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing, 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 nothing. 
Like if I didn't see that trailer, if you asked me, Oh, what's up? What, 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 what are like the highest grossing movies like of all time? I, I would not even remember it came out. Yeah. I think, um, I think it was also big with the IMAX, right? I think that was a thing. I think that's probably the reason why a lot of people have only seen it once is because of IMAX, right? Like, it's not like you ever went, you go to the IMAX theater like every weekend, you know, or like, yeah. So I don't know. But what was your initial question <laughs> about Avatar? I didn't really, I, I was really just, I didn't really have like a question that you needed oh. to answer. I was just oh. bringing up like, what, like, what's the deal with it? Like, what, what's the deal with Avatar? No. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I guess, is it, I go, is it the most unpopular, popular movie? Yeah. Or I guess is it the most unpopular, high grossing film. Yeah. I would say so. Because even Spider-Man 3, I can at least tell you what happened. I never want to watch it again, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like not one detail about Avatar. Now that I'm looking at the list of the highest grossing films ever, um, James Cameron has two of the top three. Did he do a t- Titanic? Yeah. It's Avatar, Endgame, and then Titanic are the top oh, three. What about Aquaman? <laughs> that would have been actually hilarious if james what, if cameron, did the real, the real if james aquaman. cameron did the real aquaman <laughs> talk about like life imitating art <clears throat> that's a good show that's a show i think i want to go back and start re-watching again entourage. i don't know if amy yeah entourage i don't know if amy's ever watched it that might be uh because we Michelle tried like said i came home one day she was watching it yeah, it's, I, I love that show. I think it's great. Um, I think Ari is the most amazing character ever besides, Although besides season, Ron Swanson. The season when... Um, oh my God, what's his fucking... I can't even... What's his, what's his real name? Adrian Grenier. What's Adrian his, Grenier, what, yeah. Chase, what's his first name? Vinny? Vinny. Vincent? Vinny Chase, yeah. Um. Yeah, good. Shows you how I, how much I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> the when he go when he the season where he's doing a bunch of drugs, I could yeah. probably do without. Yeah. I think that was season 6. It seemed useless. Yeah. And frankly kind of fucking annoying. Yeah, was that when they were doing smoke jumpers? I don't even remember. Or was that before? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Smoke jumpers might have been like his comeback attempt. Yeah, I don't know when he, but like when he was doing all the, I don't know, because there were there were like a couple times where I'm like, ah, this is just kind of. He crazy. he was always a little bit of a whiny bitch, but like the last couple seasons, he was like an unbearable whiny bitch, where like you watched the show for Ari, and for like Johnny Drama almost like just to see what kind of dumb shit he's gonna get into. You know what I mean? Like it was the later seasons, kind of. Uh, I think Ari Gold stole the show. A little bit yeah i mean again he was the best character on that show oh yeah yeah hands down he's not even the cheese yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah season whatever season where he was on drugs uh vinnie chase was the baloney yeah yeah <laughs> 
Uh, all right. So my final thought, I had to scramble to find one because uh, obviously I blew it for the opening rant. Um, but I just found that Manti Teo has a documentary that's coming out. What's it called? If she actually existed? Yeah. <laughs> if she was real. Just like uh, how OJ came out with that book, If I Did It. <laughs> if I Did It, this is if, how I would do Yeah, it. If I Did It, If She Was Real. Um, no, it's it's uh, Barstool posted it. Um, there's a trailer. Um, it looks like it focuses on, let's see, uh, his senior year, yada, yada, yada. One thing, his girlfriend didn't exist. This was a sophisticated hoax. Yeah, so they're going to go into it. They're going to untold. Oh, it's called Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's a Manti Teo documentary. I don't know if I care for that, though. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I don't, I mean, again, if I'm not doing anything, I'm not going to pretend I'm above it, but. Right. Yeah, it's not going to be one of those that like I mark on the calendar. And I'm like, oh, I got to watch this when it comes out. It's one of those, like, I'm flipping through Netflix looking for something and I see it and I'm like, oh, shit, I'll watch that. But because it's also like, is he even still in the league? No, he played for the Bears in 2020. Yeah, so there you go. Like, that's another thing, too. That's probably why it's out now is because it's like his last ditch effort to, like, try and make some money. Like, oh, yeah, I'm out of the league, so let's make a documentary. Oh, not good. Not, not good. <laughs> What's not good? Bad, bad, bad football player. Oh, yeah. Well, he played for Notre Dame, so. So he, 2013 to 2020, that's seven years. That's eight seasons. In eight seasons, he had 300 tackles, a sack and a half, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, two picks. That is awful. Yeah, that is not good. He got drafted by the Chargers, right? Yeah, I didn't even – I could, couldn't have even told you that. I remember him playing for the Saints. He played three years for the Saints. Yeah, I don't think he – Couldn't even tell. Cracked. Tell, tell I don't think he was ever a starter for the Chargers. Yeah, I don't even – like – Because when did they draft um, Kenneth Murray? Murray was way – Was that like 17, 18? Way more recent. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Kenneth Murray I didn't could realize. have even been 2020. I didn't realize Manti Teo got drafted in 2013. Like it was that long ago. It was 10 years ago. Yeah, we were. We he lost. Uh, not him single handedly, but that Notre Dame team got absolutely shit stumped by Alabama in the national championship game. That was great. And that was 10 years ago. I fucking love that. That was yeah. awesome. I remember I was sitting at John Brewer's watching that game. That was one of. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I've watched Alabama smack a lot of teams. I don't know if I've thoroughly enjoyed an ass kicking <laughs> the way I enjoyed that. Yeah. Cause people actually thought Notre Dame had a chance. They yeah. really, they really thought Notre Dame like might, might've put up a fight. Yeah. That. And I think that's the part that gets me. Yeah. Well, it's, it. what well, happens even still now people think Notre Dame is good. That's like Notre Dame's not good. Like they might have a good season, but they play shit teams. 
and then they get to the playoffs and then they get shit stomped. But every year they decide to continue to put them in the playoffs because, oh, they're 12 and one or they're 11 and 0 or whatever the fuck the record is. It's like, well, how do you not? It's Notre Dame. It's like, all right, well, it's not Lou Holtz. You know, it's not his team anymore. Like, they're not that good. The rest of the fucking country has long surpassed them, which is obvious every single year when they play an SEC team and lose by about 42 points on average. <laughs> and no use for that fucking school. Yeah. Anything about the school? Nothing. Yeah. Fuck Rudy. <laughs> Fuck, play like a champion today. I don't. I just got no use. Yeah. I I used to like it when I was a kid because my it was my grandfather's favorite team, but that's because he was old and like when yeah. he was growing up, like he was alive for like the four horsemen and for like like when they ran the wing T and whatever. Yeah, and like he was probably, you know an old man when Lou Holtz was young and like coaching the team, you know what I mean? Like he was, he, and he liked Notre Dame because they were the good team. Like people like Alabama now or like Clemson now, like that was Notre Dame back in like the forties. And my grandfather was born in 1916. So he liked, he loved Notre Dame. He loved everything about it. So I used to like it just because he liked it. And then the older I got, I was like, ah, I don't know they're not that good <laughs> I got no no use yeah yeah all right well um that's gonna do it for us uh so thanks for watching uh, if you're on youtube remember subscribe like rate review thumbs up uh if you're an audio only guy do the same thing over there spread the word tell everybody you know about the show uh thank you to grillyourassoff.com Use the promo code SarcasmPod to save 10% off your entire order every single time you check out on anything you get. T-shirts, hats, uh, seasonings, accoutrements, like tonsils or tonsils. Tongs. You can't. I can promise you, you cannot buy tonsils from girlyourassoff.com. They are a much better, they're a much better company than to sell tonsils. Um, But you can buy tongs. Uh, the little clicky things, the click, click clackers. Uh, you got to check them. You got to check them to make sure they work every time. Uh, so you can do that over there at sarcasmpod, uh, uh, You can also go to mybookie.com, use the same promo code sarcasmpod, and they will double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. You can find us on Instagram at sarcasmspeakspod, uh, on Twitter's at sarcasm underscore speaks, Facebook is sarcasmspeaks, the website sarcasmspeaks.com uh, go to the merch store buy some merch be like jones get some coasters and uh until next time what i did